This episode is brought to you by Sound Mixology. If you're looking for mixing or mastering services, I personally know a great audio engineer. Head over to soundmixology.com where you can easily request free samples or services. Use promo code BACKONBEAT for 20% off. That's B-A-C-K-O-N-B-E-A-T for 20% off. Let's start the show. You're listening to the Back on Beat Podcast. Producer and strategy coach Gerald Purify will help you evaluate your current situation and help you build strategies for the changes needed as a musicpreneur. Designed to help you build a clear plan, help you focus on what's important, and overall explore the tools you need for success. Let's get back on beat. What's going on? Thank you for tuning into this episode of Back on Beat. I hope that everybody got their submissions in for the New Times Music Awards. So last year, I got to experience the New Times Music Awards with the band The Vibe Setters. It was really cool because we hadn't been playing that long. I think we played one other gig before that, and that was the Rail Rock Festival. And then the lead singer, Dante, I need a band, guys, because I just won the R&B category, and now we're going to be playing for best performance. So that was a really cool experience. So I'm excited to see how it's going to be done dealing with like the COVID times, but also to see who makes the roster. It's a fun time, and a lot of music lovers go. The atmosphere is great. But I'd like to congratulate Gloria Mantooth, who just won the Back on Beat giveaway. She just won a professionally mixed single up to 25 tracks. Post-production will be done by Sound Mixology. Now in this episode, it's going to be a good one. I gathered some friends of mine, and we're here to discuss some bad experiences we had while gigging. I hope you enjoy it. experiences you had while gigging it could be anything ah. um, so why don't we start off and we just introduce yourselves we'll start with you jared and then edwin and james like gerald said my name is jared um i'm i serve on staff at agape church in san luis Obispo. hey i'm edwin uh edwin eccles i'm bass player in the area um work out at vandenberg as my day job and uh, just try to try to keep the faith and keep that bottom end moving however i can <laughs> We need that bottom in. Yes. Amen, amen to that, man. Amen to that. <laughs> uh, so what? Right on, guys. Uh, I'm I'm James Gallardo. I've been uh, a local musician here in, in San Luis County for, for a long time, almost 10 years now, and went to several <clears throat> different schools for uh, for music. Thankfully, I've, I've had a you know great opportunity for that. And uh, no, I'm excited to share some... Uh, some stories here about gigging you know it's um it's always nice to uh get a little inside scoop on um you know those who've been you know working kind of the front lines so to speak um with the gigs and 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 just to just to be clear too um as i i also do this as a profession so on, on average i'd say i gig probably probably about 250 gigs a year 
if not more. Um, you know, obviously prior to, you know, COVID things have been a little different, but, um, yeah, super, super fortunate, super blessed. Um, so it's, it's music's been great to me, man. It's been awesome. So, man, you definitely got me beat. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not about 135. Oh, right on, man. Yikes. That's still a lot, man. That's still a lot. That's great. Man. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's kick this off. This is, uh, bad experiences we've had while on the gig. Who wants to kick it off? Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I will. Cool. So <clears throat> I'll try to uh, be sensitive because I'm not sure he's going to listen to this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a little while back, I got asked to do open up for um, this this group at the Mid State Fair, and so it was in the uh, in the free stage, but uh, the band was of King and Country for King and Country. Nice. And so, uh, like, it was, it was awesome. You know, I never in a million years would have thought that would happen, but it did. And so, um, working with the people who were putting, or I should say who were sponsoring them, uh, to come for the fair, um, I was working kind of, you know, with them going back and forth. And, um, so two things happened. One, they wanted me to, uh, be one of the acts opening up and two, um, they wanted to use a song that I wrote, um, for one of the acts that they had dancing and they had a spoken word and all this stuff. So it was pretty cool. And so I was like, well, yeah, sure. Like that, that's cool. Um, yeah, no problem. So, um, you know, I'm trying to work on getting, um, my songs together, what I'm going to do, figuring all that out. And then, uh, so I get there and mind you, it is in past Robles, um, very hot. Yeah. Very hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. so, so I get there, no green room or anything like that. Not that I was expecting that, but you know, it would have been nice. <laughs> um, no water. <laughs> like it was, it was horrible. Um, so thankfully I was with, you know, some of my friends, which, which was, which was cool. And so I get there and I talk to the guy who's putting it on or who's in charge. And he's all, Hey Jared. So just want to let you know, um, there's been a change of plans. And I was like, Oh gosh, here we go, dude. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm like, hi right, man, what's going on? He's all, so I know you asked for a piano. He said, but we're not going to be able to um, have that because we're not going to have time to transition and switch all your stuff off for King and Country. Mm. And I was like, okay, like, that's not the worst thing. You know, like, I know how to do what I do without a piano. I mean, um, I'll just sing that. That's fine. He's all, okay, cool. I just wanted, just wanted to run that by you. I know that's kind of like a letdown. I was like, okay, that's fine. Guys, so probably 30 minutes go by. Uh-huh. Comes at me again. He's also Jared. Oh, man, you're really going to hate me. <laughs> I was like, what, what's going on? And he was like, so I'm going to have to cut you down to like 10 minutes or something like that. What were you yeah. supposed to do? I was supposed it was supposed to be me and my piano, and I was gonna do um, a few songs in the beginning, and then they wanted me to play um, the song that I wrote live as well. 
So I was like, okay. Um, so none of that happened. Absolutely none of it. He ended uh-huh. up asking me, hey, do you have the MP3 for your for the song that you wrote? <laughs> and I was so ticked. I was like, you know what? I just want to leave. Like this is <laughs> this is horrible. And it's you know, I throughout that whole experience I learned like just the value of you know what a writer is and uh like Ooh. contracts and all that stuff. Yeah, figuring yeah. all that out. Um, because if you don't, then stuff like that happens to you and sometimes you get screwed, you know? Yep. Um, so it did open my eyes. Um, it friggin' sucked. (laughs) It did. (laughs) Um, but you know, people that I had told, you know, they came and they're like, so are you going back up? Or I was like, nah, that's it. (laughs) What you see, what you get. And they were like, oh man, that sucks. I was like, yeah, I know. And. So, I mean, after that, you know, the same people have hit me up before and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good guys. Like, I appreciate it, but <laughs> I think, yeah. I'm, think I'm, think I'm good. And so it taught me some lessons for sure, but it's definitely an experience that I would have passed <laughs> if I'd known it <laughs> yeah. was going to go that route. Yeah. But. You know, so, I mean, the Midstate Fair, like, hosts, like, always has tons and tons of people, thousands of people. Right. And so like as bands, you know, like we think like, oh, it'd be great to play there. And even me saying yes. this right now, I'll still probably play again there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's so crazy. Like there's yeah. no special places to park. You have to yeah. haul your equipment through like the right. whole fair. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot, you know. Yeah. And 120 yeah. degree heat. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay, I guess I'll go because that's part of my story. Yeah. Um (laughs) we so this was back when I was like, you know, trying to be a singer. Uh Um you're still a singer, Gerald. What do you what do you mean? uh, I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Gerald, for saying that. So there was a a a Juneteenth festival Mm -hmm. um in Kern County, so like Bakersfield area. Uh Uh-huh. It happened to be obviously Juneteenth. It was in the you know late mid June, um, 114 degrees outside in wow. a park. Mm. The only thing shading was like trees, and then there was like no shade on the stage, mm. but there were like hundreds and hundreds of people, right? Mm. Um, so I brought my band and singers. Um, I brought my equipment, so. My keyboard, my drums, uh, they had the sound system there. Uh-huh. But long story short, um, my mom brought like a kiddie pool and they just like sat in it because it was like crazy <laughs> hot. My <laughs> drums got warped. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, oh, man. And there are some other people that were on the program. Uh-huh. This lady asked if her son can play my drums. Oh. And I was thinking like, it's way hot. And so like if... He hits yeah. any drum the wrong way in the yeah. sun. I won't have a drum head, so then I won't have drums. Right. <laughs> so I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Well, she had the nerve to get mad at me. Oh, you know? <laughs> oh <laughs> like, wow. Why didn't you bring your equipment, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, that happened. And then um, at that time, CDs were still, you know, we're still in. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm selling CDs, but all my CDs got warped and melted in the sun. Oh, jeez. Um, wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh wow. It was definitely a struggle. That was probably one of the worst uh, 
experiences I've had. Yeah. Did it turn out good at least? Yeah, like we okay. <laughs> it turned out well and people like, yeah. you know, signed my list and got on my email list and I was able to sell a few t-shirts, but yeah, the next year rolled along and I was like, oh, I think we'll pass on this one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I I can go next. Um I'd moved out here and had been out here probably about three years. And at Vandenberg, they had a, a chapel uh, choir going, service going. I remember that. Yes. we we, we In fact, yes, that's where you and I met. And um, yep. so they hired in a guy to come and do a gospel um, celebration for the military. Uh, this guy's name was Shay Norman, I believe. And he comes in and I mean, he's a big time pro, you know, he's been in studios, he's been on albums, he recorded with top artists. And he's coming into a small group of people who some have some really good playing talent, some, you know, just getting started. The the choir is just your church choir, people doing it because they love it, not because they're, you know, had a degree in music theory and all of that. And he picked us apart to the point of I had gotten so mad and I told myself and God, I would never be this mad because anytime I would ham fist the note or the keyboard player might, you know, people make the simple mistakes we all make. Yeah. He would stop all of us. Edwin made a mistake. Y'all, we need to tell everybody. I'm like, really? You going to do this? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Man. And so when it was actually a... Uh, uh, in the middle of the, uh, when we were live, he did that. And I got so angry. Oh. I started in the next break. I just started unplugging my gear. And they're like, well, where oh. are you going? I'm like, I'm not getting paid to do this. And I'm not going to sit here and let this guy talk to me crazy. When they paid him $1,000 to come out here. And all I got is, you know, a, a hole in my gas tank from traveling back and forth to practice. Hmm. All right. <laughs> yep. And wow. then I thought about it. No, it's, it's a deeper meaning <laughs> when you're doing this for a praise and, and, and that gift that has been given you to give it back. So I had to sit there the rest of the gig steaming, trying to concentrate to play. It took all the joy out of it. Everything you could think about out of it, it was like, man. And I told myself never, ever, 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 ever again will I allow anger to interrupt what the music is telling me in the conversation. Never again. Never. Again. Yeah. It's yes. good that you're able to, you know, to kind of, you know, kind of uh, reflect on that situation and just grow from it, man. Just, and just be a better person, you know, and that's, that's really powerful, man. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, this is, this is so funny, you know, usually people ask me, Hey, what's, what's your, you know, what's the best gig you've ever played? (laughs) I don't really really get the, what's the worst. What's the worst. Um, at one time I, um, I played uh, a gig um, with uh, my band, old band, uh, Green to White. We were at Americana Fusion Trio, acoustic mm-hmm. trio, and we we had just got done playing at, at Stax Wine Bar. And uh, crazy story, man! I uh, um, after the gig, uh, myself and uh, Eric Hunter, a good friend of mine um, from the band as well, uh, the guitar player, singer, we were just chatting out out in the parking lot. Um, kind of outside of the the gate where the I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the stacks is on the corner, um, right by the Embarcadero on Beach Street. And yeah. uh there's oh, okay. there's a parking lot kind of behind it where you could, you know, you can park. And uh I apparently um the cook uh that they had hired and I don't I don't remember his name, but he seemed to be uh really intoxicated and uh he was threatening to uh uh 
threatening acts of violence against us if we didn't, you know, move out of the not only the parking lot but the but the but the sidewalk. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah, we had to we had to talk to him for a second. Hey, man, you know the sidewalks. You know that's that's public property. You know you, you can tell us to move. That's fine, but you know don't get don't get angry with us. And uh, he uh, he uh, he pulled out. He was. Uh, he, I think he pulled out a knife. I'm pretty sure. And then Eric oh, went and man. grabbed his bat from the oh. from the from his van. Yeah, we were. Hang- wow. It was really. It was, it got, it, it got, <laughs> I don't. Oh, know, I don't man. know what the guy was on. I don't know what the guy was on or what was going on. But I mean, I, I kid you not, you guys. I, I. It was. It was. It got so close where yeah. I Eric almost swung the bat at the guy's head. Oh. And, uh, so we were dancing around and basically in the middle of the street at this point and, you know, yelling, cursing, all this stuff. And we, you know, finally, I don't know, by the grace of God, we, we got out unscathed. There was no, you know, further violence. Um, the guy finally left and got in his car. Um, but yeah, for a good, you know, 20 minutes, we were kind of just yelling at the top of our lungs. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it was nuts. So that, that, that was one, one, you know, instance, um, uh, another uh, instance too was um, I ended up playing a gig at the Merrymaker. Um, this and this was also a couple years back with a gypsy jazz group called the Hot Club of Slow. And we had um, I, I don't know what how we got this gig at the Merrymaker to begin with because they usually have um, a lot of rock cover bands hmm. uh, who are you know generally generally play pretty loud, right? And, uh, so the fact that we were even in there to begin with was kind of a fluke. Um, because we were playing you know, music from the 20s and 30s, um, swing jazz. <laughs> and it's no no drums, you know, just two guitars yeah. and an upright bass and a singer. And um, yeah, for some reason, I don't know how this happened. I don't know what went down, but we started playing Fly Me to the Moon. And this was like kind of towards mm-hmm. the end of our, our last set. Mm-hmm. And uh, these guys uh, just come out of nowhere. And I, apparently... Um, one of the, one of the other guys said something about one of his girlfriends or something. I don't know. I don't know the full story, but during the song, we watched these two guys, um, start getting rowdy and people started crowding around the two gentlemen and then all hell broke loose during that song, during fly me to the moon. We actually started a fight. In the merrymaker, in the in the and and you know the 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 owner Larry, he's like, "All right, you guys, shut it down, shut it down." And we're just like, "Okay, we're we're done, we're done." (laughs) And then they then they didn't want to they didn't want to pay us in full, which was that was the funny. Oh, and so we got to talk. Yeah, we had to talk to them for a while, and 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 thankfully we got we got our money. You know, at the end of the day, but that that was brutally funny because. we just, you know, I'm playing, playing Fly Me to the Moon, um, you know, watching just two <laughs> drunk guys go at it and then have, have the bar closed down because I don't know. It's just, it just, <laughs> it just, it, I don't know. Some, some things, you know, some things never change, I guess. I don't know. But, so pretty much wherever you gig, there's a lot of violence. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, well, I, okay, so check this. I, I, what, Gerald? You remember that that camp, uh, camp break period where that was? Yeah. Okay, so um, at this time, I lived out in Paso, and this camp was, <laughs> you know, kind of up in the hills of uh, 
a Royal Grande. Royal Grande, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. And so I got asked to do uh, music for this camp. These people got my number, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." So it was just going to be me and piano, and so I I got all my stuff and um, drive all the way from Paso to AG, and uh, I'm setting up my stuff and. Wait, this is this is not camp breakthrough. This is not camp breakthrough. No, this okay. is something some someone else is using the the grounds and so. Gotcha. Mm. I'm setting up my stuff. Got my microphone. Got all that. And um, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait. And I have about five minutes till I'm about to go and start. And I was like, did I seriously forget my piano? <laughs> 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 and I did. I did. I totally forgot it. It was just by the time I got back home after all this, it was just sitting there. Oh, um, was, like, was it like oh, packed by the door? Yeah, it was right by the door. <laughs> <laughs> I just like completely spaced and left it there. Oh, I was so embarrassed. Jocko, glorious. Uh, show up to the gig with no bass. I know, man. Oh, oh man. man. So, so what do you acapella. use? Acapella. Just went oh. went for it. Good luck. Those wow. are the times that I wish that I played guitar because everyone's gotten a kiss to guitar somewhere. Right. So who knows? Maybe one of these days. Um, the second one, man. Okay. So it wasn't really a gig, but it was a Sunday. We were practicing for a Sunday morning. Now, this was probably when I was, I want to say, 15, 16. Um, so years ago, and uh, <clears throat> I got asked to play drums at uh, church, and so I was pumped because back then I was really into drums, and um, that's all I wanted to do, and until piano. But anyway, that's another story. Um, so I I was playing drums, and I did showed up for practice and everything, and it was the roughest practice ever. I mean, it was, I mean, of course, no one was cussing at me or anything like that, but <laughs> man, it's just, there's so many other ways to just tear someone down. Um, oh, and so, really you know, with, from my <laughs> point of view, I was like, you know, this, I was nervous, um, but I felt like regardless, like I, you know, I was getting it, but um, so the guy who was leading worship at the time, um, He's gone now, and I hope he's listening to this. Um, <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get him a link. I'll get him a yeah, link. I'll yeah, I'll send you a link. To yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll just start making a list of people. Um, yeah. And uh, so Sunday comes, right? And, you know, butterflies in the stomach, everything. I come up there, and I do it. I didn't mess up or anything. I was really surprised. And so I walk off the stage, and like, I feel like someone's like, you know, when you're walking, you feel like someone's behind you or something. Yeah. And so I turn around, he's right behind me, following me out the door. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And so mind you, I'm probably at this time, 15 years old. And this guy, I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are. Um, <laughs> he, he, was, he was probably, uh, I want to say mid 30s oh wow at the time mid like later 30s and so he comes up to me and he's all so what what did you think about 
everything that just happened. And I was like, well, you know, it was, it was good. You know, I'm, I appreciate the opportunity and everything. And, um, he's all, so what, what were you doing? <laughs> I, was, I was like, uh, and Gerald, you know who this guy is. So you can probably for you. But I was like, well, I was doing drums, you know, like I, it was my first time and everything. And so he takes out his keys and, uh, he just starts like swinging them, like to the point where they're so noisy. And he's all, that's what I heard the whole time when you were hitting your hi hats. And I was like, uh, Oh, okay. You go, why, why are you hitting that so much? And I, I, I just like shut down. I didn't even know what to do. Oh, and he's all, like, that should never happen again. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Um, I mean, there is a lot of other, like, I was, I can't even tell you what else he said. Cause like the first, I don't know, five, seven minutes, it was just that. And then I just shut down on everything else. And uh, yeah, that was the last time I played drums at the church. And uh, or at least at that church. And um, yeah, ended up quitting the worship team after that. Oh, man. That's um, a bummer, man. But I ended up coming back. Yeah. And you grew And I grew, yeah. But I mean, you know, these are horrible, like, at the at the time, you know, horrible yeah. situations. Um, but really, I mean, definitely grow from ever from all of it. You know, I know at the time it feels like it's just a soul crusher. Um, yeah, <laughs> it really was. Yeah, it really and even, was. And even we'll, in those we'll play again, <laughs> in those times, I felt like people took it serious and not really thought that, like, wait, these people are volunteering their time. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. They treated uh, it as if like they were actually paying you, but they weren't paying you. True. And so, like nowadays, I feel like people understand that they don't have to be here. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they mess up, I, I I still want to say it in a way where it's not gonna um, destroy. You know, absolutely their, mm-hmm. their confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but I that's mean, crazy. I'm, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna have fun. You know, I'm gonna absolutely. do my job. Right. You know, but. At the same time, it's like, hey, man, chill. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, you really don't have to be here. No. No, I didn't. And as a, a, you know, teenager at the time, you know, like, I hate everybody and all this stuff. And I was like, whatever, dude. Uh, Kick rocks. And so I left. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I ended up coming back once I heard he was leaving and stuff. But it's, he's just a different bird. He is. Um, you are when you're listening to this. You're a very different bird. I love you though. Um, but it, it taught me, you know, later on down the line, uh, because I'm now leading worship at that very same church, um, you know, on a weekly basis, it really taught me how to approach people um, and just, you know, how to talk to them, even when you're not necessarily getting what you want. Um, just realizing how to how to approach people because i mean you just don't know where people are at what they're dealing with and everything like yeah you know yeah. so yeah it's real hey yeah you guys real quick i'm sorry to put you on the spot jared but um no. back then um jared and i we we've got into it you know we we've had oh, yeah. out, you know a few times and i think part of that 
in in my attitude, my part of it was what I knew coming up, growing up, and how I saw you know people deal with other people. Yeah. But once I like got outside of that and started dealing with like people outside of my normal comfort or community, whatever you want to call it, right. I learned how to deal with people. So it got to the point where Jared pulled me aside one day and was like, "You know what? I'm enjoying." hanging out spending time with you (laughs) 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 you know yeah (laughs) and at that time i really didn't think about i was like oh okay cool yeah i'm having fun too but then like thinking about it and then like our past with each other because our families are really close right um Mm. you know thinking like man like we used to hash that out or i was like i gave him attitude at times you know like (laughs) 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 Yeah. yeah Yeah, I think, you know, I think a lot of it, um, it's just time and time and, and growth. Yeah. Um, I, I will definitely say, um, I think there's things in me that, uh, uh, that attract Gerald and there's things in Gerald that attract me. Um, and mm-hmm. so just like kind of in a way, ironing, sharpening iron, um, so to mm-hmm. speak. And, you know, there's a lot Absolutely. of times yep. that I left pissed at Gerald. And I was like, I hate that guy, <laughs> you know, uh, seriously. And, um, but I kept coming back one because I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it, but two, because he was challenging me. And right. so I wanted to, I wanted to step up to the plate and, uh, definitely, you know, we each are sharing these stories and I'm sure we could all, you know, be like, yeah, that sucked, but kind of a thank you. Yeah. Oh, because oh, yeah, you know, it got us here. Absolutely. You know, in Absolutely. some way, it shaped us. I want to thank my guests again for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it. This was a topic that we could have gone forever about. And I also want to encourage you, if you have some stories of some bad gigging experiences or some good gigging experiences, get a hold of me and we get you on the show and have a great episode. I want to congratulate Gloria Mantooth again for winning the first giveaway. She won a professionally mixed single up to 25 tracks, which will be done by Sound Mixology. If you listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review or even a rating, that would be highly appreciated. I hope everyone stays safe and healthy out there. Remember, victory loves preparation, and I'll talk to you guys again next week.